0: just about hello and welcome
1: just a family this is giving you something to talk about and i am your host melissa kretschler today's episode we are going to be talking about living your authentic life and i am all about authenticity and what that means as an individual as a woman as a man because we don't gender identify well we do but I do. Anyway, (laughs) today's episode is sponsored by a Phoenix identity who is going to be launching a course here shortly on the balancing act and what it means to create balance in your life. Because well, that's, you know, one of the things we're talking about today, and it's super important. So That is what's coming up. Please like, share and follow the show on your favorite social media platform. Just so everybody knows we are on TikTok and we are trying to go live on TikTok, but we do not have enough followers. So if you could please go and like and follow the show on TikTok, we would greatly appreciate it. And it's called Just Alive, G-Y-S-T-T-A Live. I think it's live TV. Might be live. I'm not, I'm not looking right now. Anyway, that is our episode today. So today's guest host is Ariana Palumbo. And I hope I said that right.
2: Ariana Palumbo. Yeah.
1: Oh, perfect. See, I did get it right. I'll pat myself on the back. (laughs) Why don't you introduce yourself?
2: Hi everyone. I'm Ariana. Ariana Palumbo. I'm a life and executive coach. I uh, own my own business called Purposefully Connected Life, where I help women reestablish themselves as the architects of their own lives, which is why I'm so thankful that Melissa is allowing me to co-host this with her because I also believe in women, men, um, anyone uh, living their most authentic self and uh beating down society's pressure to be something other than their beautiful, amazing selves. Um, I'm a mother of two, a recent mother of the second one, and a wife, and I live in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, which is gorgeous today, and <laughs> it's a little windy, uh, but uh, Melissa says she's got a snowstorm coming in, so I'll take a little wind. We, we do. <laughs> and uh,
1: go ahead, Yeah. <laughs>
2: sorry I'm just kind of running through things and I love to you know hike and drink wine and read books so that's me
1: I I love that yeah we are not sunny (laughs) we (laughs) are I had to do running around this morning we are currently anticipating our worst snowstorm in 30 years yikes so yeah they're they're worried about us losing power and we've got wind coming uh i think we've got 70 kilometer an hour winds and i'm canadian so kilometers where it's at um (laughs) so we do have quite the quite the storm rolling in it's slowly coming in from the states so i'm kind of like you know a little bit cursing everybody for um sending that my way it's like texas was it last year or the year before um texas got snow for the first time and yeah. horrendous and they're like canada take it back canada take it back <laughs> We're like no no we don't want it back
2: but i should get your taste every once in a while
1: exactly right and i can't wait i love driving i can't stand winter driving but i do love driving it's like my happy place driving in my car and I just I can't wait the the roads right now so it's a little bit dark the roads right now have been nice and clear we just the snow this past year has been up to up to my chest uh that's how much snow we had this year it's almost gone and now we're about to get another 40 centimeters 80 in some places so I'm not looking forward to the next three days and my kids are going to be home <laughs> because oh, it's yeah. Easter and yes, yeah, so we're going to have four days of kids and snow in um, yeah, it is quite dark in here so I'm just lightening it up a bit my husband tells me that the sun is not always the greatest in front of me but I don't care all right so let's get into today, today's episode I am I love thank you Tori she tagged our TikTok account which is great again everybody please go like our TikTok account so that we can go live on TikTok um you and I did joke about the the steppard wives and I actually, and I'm going to link it in the description later. I found there's this graphic circulating across um, many social media platforms and I'm just going to pull it up so that I can read it. So I'm not unfortunately going to be looking at you guys right now, but it's from the housekeeping monthly and it's dated May 13th, 1955. And the, Things that you were supposed to do in this graphic. Get ready for your husband. Make sure that dinner's on the table. Rest for 15 minutes before your husband gets home so that you are fresh and relaxed. Be a little gay and a little more interesting for him. Uh, clear away the clutter. Gather up school books. Like the amount, and that's only like four things. <laughs> it's literally, like four things out of two pages. Of things we're supposed to do. And if anybody's seen the movie Stepford Wives, you, they take everyday women and a lot of those women are fantastic career women. They are
2: Power, powerful, capable, yeah.
1: Absolutely, right? Astrophysicists and let's talk about the Big Bang Theory. It
2: is, yeah.
1: Yeah, and they take these women and they brainwash them into becoming this blonde, white, Stepford wife, right? And they all look the same, they all act the same, they're all very dedicated. It was gross. It was a f- yeah. hilarious, but it was gross at the same time. And you and I were yeah. laughing about
0: that because that to degree. To a degree. I do think that shadow work is um looking at those little itty bits of ourselves that we don't agree with or like or identify with or uh we deem them bad and unworthy. Right. They're the, it's that part of us that we think is bad, but the truth is we're not bad. We're inherently good. We, we all are love. Love is all there ever is. And so, um, basically my definition of shadow work has kind of evolved a little bit in the sense that I do still think, and we do still go in and we look at those parts of you that you find bad and not good. The icky, sticky, bitty parts. Right. But when you get in there, you dissolve those with love, right? Because when love comes to the forefront, you find out that you're really love, it's all love. Even those icky parts, it's still love, it's love. It's just um, an error in perception about how that love looks and what that love is supposed to look like, right? And when you strip all that away, what remains is the love. So it's like removing all those blocks to the truth of who you are. So for example, if you have um, a shadow side, And you say you have um, a a darkness about you or you believe something is dark, right? And then you go in and then you look at it, you realize, no, this was to protect me, right? I.e. there's the love, the protection. So it's actually love disguised. And once you dig through that, you get to find the love. And when you find the love, that bad part dissolves, right? And -hmm. it's our fear of that part of us because we think it's bad. That actually guarantees that it's going to keep coming up, right? Because once you release the fear and you know that it's not bad, it's not going to hurt you, it's not going to make you bad, that you are still love, that it is indeed love, then there's nothing to fear anymore. And then you're not going to act out in that way anymore because that fear is what's causing you to do the actual habit or the thing that you're trying not to do in the first place, right? Yeah.
1: I'm, I wrote a, uh, and I love that. I absolutely love that. Just a different wording, different perspectives, right? I'm, yes, I wrote a blog post, and it's not up right now, because I, I ended up revamping my website. So it's not up right now. But it was fighting your shadow self. And it was about somebody I absolutely love and care about who very much lives in their shadow side. So there is the ability to You know we have our positive and light side we have our negative and shadow side and then there's that gray in between right where we're accepting acknowledging loving and you know just being both and that's where somebody like me would be or somebody like you would be we would be in that gray space where it's we can pick and choose what aspects of ourselves we utilize in that moment right where there are some people who live in their shadow side, and those people are depressed. They don't like themselves. They're unhappy. They're so enmeshed in negative emotion that they they can't get out of their shadow self. They can't get out of that shadow side. So everything is self-deprecation, self you know uh, self sabotage, and they're constantly doing and saying things that are hurting themselves or you know making them a victim in a way. And so I, I did this whole blog post on fighting your shadow self because it is, you're fighting yourself. When you're in a shadow, when you're in your shadow side and you're living in that aspect of yourself, you're fighting yourself. You're not fighting anybody else, right? You can say it's this person's fault and it's this person's fault to create an authentic life.
2: Ooh, that's a good question. What? re it. What...
1: What do you think is the worst thing that seemingly takes away our ability to create an authentic life? I know I, I can name a few, but that's only because I, I like to nitpick on those.
2: Yeah, I mean, I can name a few too. And I definitely want to hear your answer when this is done. So I, I definitely think it's always kind of back to our minds and our mentalities about things. I think there's a lot that happens subconsciously from the time we're born um, to, t- to give us this idea of how we should be. And as you were just talking about with tablet time, we've become very much a society that, um, that has a lot of media influences, whether that's TV, magazines, streaming, social media, um, you know, unless you were, you throwed it and throwed it, not throwed it, but throwed it and moved to a cabin by a lake, you know, with no, no access to media, their subconscious. Things there's subliminal things that are being sent to us all the time. A long time ago, maybe five, six years ago, oh, more than that, seven, eight years ago, there was a documentary called Misrepresentation. Did you ever get to see it?
1: I don't recall at this point.
2: And it talks about a bunch of like sub, like just subliminal things that the media does that I think it's in our brain. So I remember one of them being, and I never thought about it before I saw this, is that in a lot of times TV shows to drive up the sex appeal will start, start a shot on a woman's breasts and then pan up to her face. And that is, unless you know and are thinking about it from your front brain, from the, you know, you're putting it in the forefront of your thoughts, you're just being subliminally subjected to sexuality being important and perky boobs being important and those kinds of things all being important. And, um, I think that's what gets us is just the unconsciousness of a lot of the, of what we're being told to be like as women and, and, now for men too, right. With, you know, magazines with these really buff actors and really, you know, always having to have a lot of muscles and be toned out and have, you know, be perfectly, um, um, sun-kissed and those kinds of things. Yep. Women too.
1: Yep. Constantly groomed. I.
2: What's your? Yeah, I can't but, wait to hear. No, what's your answer?
1: So, I just, society is a huge one, right? I think that right now, the number one thing that I think is seemingly taking away our power of creating authenticity is societal pressures. So, today, I was scrolling TikTok today. And yes, I'm going to shamelessly talk about TikTok because I'm on TikTok all the time. (laughs) I love TikTok. I'm on TikTok today and I watched a video from a plus size woman who she was talking about another woman who had not tagged her, but created an entire video on her on how she was plus size, on how she, you know, is all into body positivity and how she is, um, extremely, uh, I can't, I can't even remember the wording, but anyway, so she said, this is my page. I am body positivity. I'm, I don't choose to be, I don't, it's, I am. Cause I am happy in my body. And so she posted a video of her wearing a, a bathing suit and she was really happy and perky about it. And then later she posted another video crying about it. And she said, she wants to be thin is what this other woman is saying. Right. And she's judging her for her own content and saying, oh, she wants to be thin. And she's making the choice not to be thin. And I'm just like, dude. It doesn't matter if you're male or female, you post a picture or a video or some form of content online. Everybody is judging that content. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Everybody is judging that content and go back and watch my judgmental Judy episode because I can't stand judgment. Mm -hmm. But everybody thinks that because you're posting on on the internet, because you're, you know, you want to be famous and you want to be a TikTok star and you want to do all these things. That you are just welcoming all of this, uh, people assuming they know what you're talking about, assuming they know what you want or how you feel, Mm -hmm. you can't feel down. You can't share your life stories. You can't, you know, everybody is so judgy. So my worst thing for taking away your authenticity is society.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: It's huge. There was another lady that I followed on TikTok who posted about Citibank. Mm -hmm. And she got a large check from her father in New York to LA to pay her rent for the year. And so she went to Citibank where she banks at to cash this check. And by cash, I mean deposit. And they took her check and it was very much prejudice from from what it sounded like it was very much prejudice and it was a racial thing and and all of this and other people were commenting on her video and saying she deserved it because of the way she looked because she had um I can't remember if she had bright braids or dreadlocks but she had her hair it's two different colors she was beautiful she had um beautiful makeup she had piercings everywhere but she was authentic Mm -hmm. right and again being judged and saying she deserved it for women who are sexually abused this is what you were wearing you deserved it this bullshit absolute crap in in order to feel like empowered as a parent as a woman as a man you have to follow these rigid rules men are not allowed to be emotional they're not allowed to wear pink and purple they're you know Mm -hmm. otherwise they're you know gay or or anything along those it's disgusting Mm -hmm. how much society says you have to do it this way yeah and that's that's my main one i i can't
2: stand it yeah no i think it's really i mean and it's amazing when it continues to crop up so there's a there's a uh, past his prime football player, we shall not mention any names, but there's a past uh, his prime football player who a number of years ago got in trouble for talking to a female um, football reporter, NFL reporter, and saying, you know, she was asking a question about route running, right? This is an over, this is a quarterback that's been there and done that. And this was when he was at maybe not his prime, or his peak, but definitely was still playing well. And he goes, oh, it's so funny to hear a woman talk about routes. Like, Okay. Okay, so he got huge backlash from that. And um, people were upset. I'm a big football fan. I can tell you a thing or two about routes. Um, I don't think it's funny when I talk about it. (laughs) I think I'm contributing to conversations. Um, But even recently, the news came up again, that now he's saying other things about women like that we should be doing more to please, you know, our man or something like that. And I just thought, man, he didn't even learn his lesson. Like, and it's now it's worse. Now it's just not saying like, oh, it's so funny to hear a woman talk about routes. Now it's in general, like women need to do like more to be the stepford wife. Women need to do more to do this. And I just thought, how do you not learn your lesson? How, like, how does society continue to allow you to feel like you can say those things about women? Like, What about all the strong, smart, powerful, capable women in your life? You know, we're not just put on this earth to please man you know, we're here to do a lot of good for society, you know, we're here to make our own contributions or not contribute at all if that's what we want to do, you know, but it's crazy to me, like, how has it, how does it, how come it doesn't ever seem like this moves forward? Um, I was just thinking too about the back in my, um, my grad studies day, we talked about the Reese's monkey study and I can't remember exactly what it's titled either, but where they put up sl- pictures of celebrities like George Booney and Julia Ch- uh, Julia Childs, she's big right now, sorry, Julia Roberts. And they found that the Reese's monkey was more likely to go towards the beautiful person, which always taught me as a former journalist that I should You know, make sure that I look nice and have it together. So, even today, as I'm getting ready for this, and I'm frazzled, right? I'm a new mom. Someone stops by. I just got done with some other projects. I'm like trying to find time to put makeup on so that I can look presentable because I want people to, you know, relate to me and to be drawn to what we're doing. And that's like even the antithesis of what we're trying to say here about being authentic. You know, like I don't wear lip color like this all the time, but I wanted to pop on camera because that's what I've been taught. That's what society has taught me. And so, um, and I even get intimidated to go live on, you know, Facebook because I don't look good or, you know, or on Instagram or TikTok or wherever, because I'm like, Oh, I don't look good enough to do that. You know? So I have to battle my own demons with these things too.
1: But we're, we're conditioned to think that way. Mm -hmm. I don't wear makeup ever. (laughs) (laughs) I don't wear makeup. You're beautiful. And, you know, I've thought of it. And there's days where I'm like, oh, I should wear makeup and cover up my rosacea and, you know, just get myself looking better and feeling better. And then I'm like, I get my nails done, not for anybody else. I get my nails done for me because they make me feel powerful and sexy. And I just, I love playing with them. And I don't care. My husband thinks they're too long and I'm like, too bad. (laughs) I just don't care. Right. Um, I'm constantly in tank tops. I don't Mm -hmm. care because I get too hot. So it's, I'm all about authenticity, all about authenticity, but there's a difference between, between being authentic and being inappropriate.
2: Yeah.
1: Right. But again, your level of inappropriate comes down to your beliefs. Right. 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 So, um not wearing a bra out in public, right? Like I wear I wear them all the time and I'll walk out Mm -hmm. in public and a woman will be wearing no bra and be like sagging, right? Because I sag. I'm (laughs) I got big britches, right? Yeah. Just like that for me, that would make me feel awkward. And the reason is is because I've had other people point it out growing up you should really put on a bra. You should really put on a bra. Right. I was developed very early. Well, you should be wearing a bra. You should be wearing a bra. Right. And it just made it so uncomfortable for me not to. Mm. And again, women are just not allowed to live authentically because, and even men, right. it's, it's horrendous to think. And I don't know if he's still watching, but my husband jumped on and, and, he, he tends to, he's at work, but he tends to catch my episodes every so often. And I call him out on, on certain days today. I'd like to challenge him if he's watching and, and I don't know if he is, but you mentioned your husband would get bored. I don't, I don't think my husband would be with me if I didn't challenge him and challenge his way of thinking and challenge his lifestyle and just fight with him every so often and be like, no, I'm not dealing with this. You can just shove it out your butt. Right. He, he thrives on stuff like that. And so do I, I need somebody who's going to give as good as he gets. Right. Yeah. And I, I like to have that, that I don't even know how to word that the
2: repartee,
1: yeah and the release the the back and forth right like he yesterday I'm walking around the house and for a good 20 minutes I'm like <laughs> putting my arm out to backhand him um in, in a not so nice place and I don't actually get him because mm-hmm. I wasn't that wasn't my intention but for a good 20 minutes I'm like <laughs> pretending to hit him every couple seconds and he's just laughing with me. He's like, don't. <laughs> it's, right? You need to be able to have fun. Mm-hmm. And if you're rigid and yeah. restricted and rules, and I'm just going to keep going with the R's, right? It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's
2: <laughs> Look at you and your alliteration.
1: Um, what else was, I was just thinking about something and I'm totally irritated that that. I actually want to do an episode with my husband this Friday on, um, on what it's like to be my husband.
2: (laughs) That'd be interesting.
1: It would be awesome. He's so we've been married 13 years and so many changes over the years, Mm -hmm. so many changes over the years. And this goes to our topic, right? He's allowed me or not allowed me. He's supported me in being authentic from start to finish in the mm-hmm. middle of our marriage, because it's been 13 years, right? So, mm-hmm. but seven years ago, I came out as psychic, as intuitive, as a medium, right? I, I came out as very, being very spiritual. And then instead mm-hmm. of turning around and going, no, or brushing it off, or he, he leaned into it, right? He has supported absolutely every step of my businesses, of me trying new things, every step of the way he supported me. And I've gained 60 70 pounds since we got married and he doesn't care. Yeah, right? Yeah. And that's living authentically. You can have and and if you're worried about partners, you can have a partner who will support you through Start to finish, right? It's
2: Absolutely.
1: you know. I'm sure your husband is supportive of you. I'm assuming he is.
2: Sorry. <laughs> he, yes, no, you're you're right. He very much is. You know, and i I'm not as you know skinny as I once was. And you know, I like I said, I don't always put on makeup or you know even change my clothes. And sometimes I don't shower. And he still loves me at the end of the day, and he supports my you know getting business or trying for different things. And, you know, we, and we challenge each other back. Right. So the other thing is, is when I met him, he didn't have a degree and um, not that that's important to me or anything, but when he came forward and said, Hey, you know, I have this idea. I want to go back to school. I could tell he was like tentative about it. And I'm like, good, go, go. If that's what you want to do, I'll support you. Let's figure out a way to make that work financially. And we did. And, and um, he's close to the, to the end of his getting his degree. So it's definitely a two way street of motivating and inspiring and caring and letting the silly stuff go. Um, and, but, you know, it is about that like having that fierce mate. Like, I wouldn't want him if he were a Stepford husband, right? Like, I wouldn't want someone who doesn't challenge me, who doesn't have an opinion. Like, we don't even agree on politics. Like, the reality of our marriage is we voted for two different presidents in this last election. And, um, and honestly, we'll probably keep doing that, you know, and neither of us really describe ourselves as in, in, you know, the US Republican or Democrat, like we're somewhere both in between all over the place, right. But that's the thing, like, it's so cool that we can have differing opinions on so many different topics. But at the end of the day, I still want to wake up next to him, I still want to, he's my like, ride or die, like, and I literally mean that, like the thing we love the most about each other is we go do things together that we love doing. We go to concerts, we go on road trips, we go visit national parks and hiking and all those kinds of things. And now we bring our kids. So, so yeah, like that, that's so important. And that's all about being authentic, right? Like I can't hide my warts from him. He sees all of it. You know, he loves me in spite of my annoying habits and vice versa. (laughs) I know that feeling
1: I'm, I'm giggling because of the ride or die my my son is nineteen.
2: <laughs> so,
1: oh. <laughs> he's not tied down. Um, one of the girls that he brought home over the last couple of years was I, I literally explained that to him and I told my husband that I said she's my favorite because she's ride or die. Like she's so okay, let's go. Yeah. right? I got your back. Let's go. and I I'm that way with my husband. I got your back you want to quit your job and start a business. I got you like, let's, yes. let's do it. Whatever you yes, want to do. Out. I would rather him be a happy and authentically himself than anything else mm-hmm. than anything else. I have a friend who their partner is so judgmental and so about mm-hmm. appearances. This person can't be fun and goofy and just, fun loving because they'll go really you're doing that again I'm just like come on like you know my husband is goofy and he's fun and he acts like an absolute horror at times but the kids love it yeah I'm not that way right I'm not I don't get down and play on the floor and I'm not you know the the wrestle around type and
2: Mm
1: -hmm. I'm not him And I love that he can give our kids that fun dad.
2: Right. 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 It's, it's about being, I I don't ever like to say opposites attract, but it's about being like complimentary, right? Absolutely. He'll get down on the floor and play with the kids. You don't, you're, you're up on the couch, you know, watching, observing, allowing the kids to run to you to be shelter from dad, you know, like that's so complimentary. And that's, that's a, big piece of authenticity, right? Like you can't be complimentary unless you're authentic to who you are. And that authenticity helps us fit into the puzzle piece of the people around us, you know, that we fit here and we fit there.
1: I, I challenge our viewers to answer this question. Do you feel like you're yourself? Do you feel like you're a Stepford that you're somebody who has to fit into a role or fit into a title or society's expectations. And if you are, how do you feel that has to be one of the, the leading causes of unhappiness is not being true to yourself, not being true to your identity. I'm an identity coach, right? I Mm. own a Phoenix identity, which is actually sponsoring this episode. So we'll do our mid promo really quickly. Anybody watching, or catching the replay, or listening to the podcast, please like, follow, and share on whatever social media platform you are on. I'm shamelessly promoting our TikTok because we would like to go live on TikTok. We need to get a thousand follows. Please go and follow it. Just the so live TV. It is in the comments. And a Phoenix identity, and, and the reason I brought it up is because I, I always tell my clients it's not changing who you are. That's not the purpose of it, right? And they're like, I don't want to change my life. I don't want to change who I am. You don't have to. It's changing Mm -hmm. how you express that, right? If you've got these beliefs that say, oh, I have to be this way, but that's not truly Mm -hmm. you, you're going to express differently, Mm -hmm. right? It's becoming authentic and saying, I like to be barefoot. Yeah. I want to walk around with no bra. I don't want to wax my chest, whatever it may be, male or female, right, is living authentically for you in your relationships, in your business, in your friendships, your family, right? When -hmm. you're not being authentically true to yourself, you're not going to be happy, it's just the way it goes. You're not going to be happy. And that unhappiness shows up in your relationships, your business, your personal life, your friendship, everything. Even your yeah. finances struggle when you're not happy.
2: Yeah, absolutely. How many people are doing jobs that, that aren't true to who they are and what they want to do in their calling? You know, like I know so many people that tell me they can't get out of their jobs, even though they're miserable. And I'm like, no, no you can, there's options, (laughs) be you, you know, or same with, you know, relationships. I can't get out of this relationship. No, like you're dying. Like, you know, be you, be you. You can't be, maybe you could be yourself with this person at some point, but you've changed, you've grown, they've changed, they've grown. And now you don't, that's okay. You know, like be you and and figure it out. I, I want to add to that. It's at the moment.
1: Yeah. It's going to be hard. Um, If you're in a relationship, domestic violence, that's going to be horribly horrible Mm -hmm. to get out. If you feel financially dependent on your partner, it's going to be horrible to get out. Mm -hmm. But it's possible, whether it takes a month, whether it takes a year, whether it takes five years, it is Mm -hmm. possible. But when you are unhappy and you are emotionally living in that unhappiness, you're not going to see those opportunities. You're Mm -hmm. not going to find... Oh, I can do this, or oh, I can do that. Those aha moments are when you remove that emotion and say, mm-hmm. Oh, now I see how to do it. That's what changes the game. Um, mm-hmm. Not only finances, uh, mentioning finances is look how many celebrities and high profile individuals have taken their lives because they're not
2: happy. Oh. Right. Yeah. We could list them. We could start to list them. Oh, absolutely. And you're so surprised by it. You know, there's a famous celebrity chef that had a travel show that when he passed away by killing himself, I was like, (laughs) Kate, what? Like Kate,
1: Robin Williams, uh, Miss Universe 2019. Anthony Bourdain. Um, Mm -hmm. I created a Phoenix identity shortly after. Um, Chester Bettingfield and Chris Cornell committed suicide Mm -hmm. because I, I, I knew how they felt and, and I'm not assuming that I know who they are, but I have the ability to put myself into anybody's shoes Mm -hmm. because I'm very analytical. There are, I can think of all the processes of what would lead you up to that point, Right. Being a high-profile individual who's not happy and not living authentically to themselves, whether that's societal pressures, whether that's reputational pressures, whatever it may look like, if you're not living authentically to you, it doesn't matter how much, oh, excuse me, it doesn't matter how much money you have, where you're living, who your partner is, none of that matters if you are not happy authentically as yourself. Yeah.
2: And that's true. And the perfect life myth, right? We wanted to cover that too, right? It doesn't exist. There is no perfect life perfect life is how you define it. And it's not going to be perfect. It's not, you're not going to have the perfect 2.5 children that act exactly the way you want them to in public all the time. You know, you're not your husband or partner or wife are going to say stupid things, you know, (laughs) like you're going to say stupid things. You're going to have lipstick on your teeth or hurt someone's feelings or do all those kinds of things. And it's, it's not about trying to live a perfect existence, right? It's it's about living authentically. And when we make mistakes, it's about owning up to those authentically again as well. So yeah, like we look at these celebrities, we think they have such a perfect life and they really don't. They, they have lives just like ours, you know? And it's not that it's, I'm not saying that they have less than lives. Right. Or that we have less than lives. Like I'm saying, we're all equal in how, what we're getting. We're all given. We all, I always say we all have, um, we all have our things. We all have our things we have to overcome, you know, and they're all they're different. So hopefully we can help each other out, but, but we all get them. No one, no one gets out of this life unscathed. Mm-hmm. It's my
1: three guarantees in life, taxes, death, and negativity. Yeah. We, yeah. we are all going to experience negativity. And you're right. That perfect life is a myth. And it's like the Stepford wife. It's right. not going to happen. Yeah. And if it does, they're still going to have quirks. They're still going to have days where they're not yeah. feeling happy or they're not feeling up to it or whatever. You're going to have to pick up some slack. There are always those days we have our ups and downs and we're supposed to go through those moments because those moments are the ones that teach us Mm -hmm. how to grow, how to be better, how to be stronger, how to be smarter, how to feel empowered, confident, boundaries, all of that comes down to knowing who you are. Right. And just Mm -hmm. taking those steps to express yourself that way.
2: I. Well, and I love that, what you just said, because. I think one of the things that the perfect life myth does is it creates people who don't take risk and they don't step out and they don't, work, you know, they don't go ask that person on a date or they don't t- apply for that job or they don't do the things that make life great because they're so scared of looking like they're not perfect or that they were gonna mess it up or you know, something. And the reality is is I'm not perfect. My husband's not perfect, we don't have a perfect relationship. I'm not perfect. My job isn't perfect, um, we, you know, but we work through it. Like my friends aren't perfect. I'm not perfect. And there are days when I say the wrong things and I have to go back and apologize, but I'm so glad I've taken those risks, right? I'm so glad I started my own business. I'm so glad that I've made the friends that I've made. I'm so glad that I married the man that I married and I was late because of the perfectness. So I guess I'm challenging our viewers again to go out there and, and understand, like take risks, do one thing today that scares you, that is authentically you. Because the reality is is the more you can bust through that perfect myth, that perfect life myth, the more enjoyment you're going to get out of this life.
1: And it doesn't mean taking a risk that is going to put your family or yourself in jeopardy, right? You don't need to take a financial risk and make your rent late. You don't need to take it's wear your hair down. (laughs) don't wear makeup post uh you know post something online go uh, do a live do whatever that looks like when we were talking about celebrities right I wanted to I watched a video on Facebook and it was I think the 15 celebrities who married somebody who wasn't in the spotlight Mm -hmm. look at Julia Roberts we mentioned her at the beginning of the video Julia Roberts now for an everyday average person right if you sat down and you'd be like I can't ask her out she's gorgeous Mm -hmm. she's a celebrity she's not going to be interested in me why would I do that she married a cameraman and is happy yeah right it's you never know that risk. If if there hadn't been that risk, she wouldn't be in that marriage. They wouldn't have children, right? Yep. There's so many different aspects of and, and the assumption is there, right? They're untouchable. They're mm-hmm. out of my league. They're, you know, relationship-wise, there are so many of us that, and I can't wait to do this episode, Disney. Disney gave us some of the worst relationship advice growing up
2: Yeah, Um, when we were
1: younger. So when we were younger, and I'm going to just talk over my cat, who's irritating the crap out of me right now. Um, (laughs) When we were younger, Disney said, oh, you have to marry Prince Charming and Mr. Tall, Dark and Handsome. And, you know, Mm -hmm. you need to be helped out of the tower and all of this other stuff right? So we created this ideal that, oh, we have to marry Mr. Taldark and Handsome and Prince Charming. And okay, Mm -hmm. I don't know how many Prince Charmings have been mass murderers, serial killers. Let's talk about Ted Bundy. Okay. Yeah. He was charming and good looking. (laughs) He murdered a whole bunch of people, right? Yeah. Um, You marry Taldark and Handsome. I when i was 16 i was obsessed with toll and and i wrote about him in my book and mm. he used me he wanted like he used me for what i was offering and that was it there there was no there was no return on that value mm. right and every time we're told it has to be this way, or it should be this way, or, you know, society says, oh, you're going to be a starving artist. You can't, you can't be an artist. You'll be a starving yeah. artist. You need to go be a dentist. And how is that going to work? Yeah. Right. You need to yeah. be authentic.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or on the other side of that, women don't do science, technology, engineering, and math careers.
1: No. i are not
2: smart men when it comes to math.
1: Get me started on feminism and equality. <laughs> I don't get me wrong. I believe in equality. I wholeheartedly, 100% love the thought of equality, that men and women are entitled to equal lives. Do I believe that there's things that men can do that women can't? Absolutely.
0: Sure. They have different
1: genitalia. Mm -hmm. women women or men who i you know women who identify as men doesn't really matter but Mm -hmm. if you have the female anatomy you can give birth Mm -hmm. where if you have the male anatomy you can't so there are some slight differences some yes very few but feminism these days has become uh domineering dominating I want to say there are a lot of feminists out there who talk about equality but what ends up happening is they want to dominate more than they want equality you subjected me to this now it's now it's your turn mm-hmm. it's become a lot of that and I don't agree with that that's not equality yeah. that is stopping to their level mm-hmm And that's
2: not okay. Yeah, definitely. It's about really creating this, the same kind of pathway for, Mm -hmm. for everyone, not even just needing to talk about genders, right? Because there are people who are agendered. So it's just about creating as equal ground as we can. Yep. Qualification. Yeah.
1: Right. It's Yeah. Male or female, it doesn't matter if you're gender, it doesn't matter if you are qualified for a position, you should be entitled to that p- position based on your qualifications, based on your fit, your personality. Mm-hmm. If somebody comes, I'll use the show as an example. I have men and women on the show. I can have agender. Age, I am not specific on your requirements.
2: Mm-hmm
1: what i am specific on and i have no no tolerate no tolerance for is one you have to be animated right there has to be an animation back and forth if there isn't you can't be on the show because i can't have monotone i can't have boring i can't have you know sit there and have no engagement Number two, when it goes hand in hand with that, you and I have to be able to vibe if we don't right. vibe and I, we can disagree. Absolutely. We can disagree. I'm okay with that. I love that. But if we don't vibe and I instantly feel triggered and I know that's on me. If you instantly feel triggered, if my energy rubs you the wrong way and your energy rubs me the wrong, that can't happen.
2: Right.
1: Right. If. I don't feel passionate about your topic. It can't happen. And it's not because you're not qualified. It's not because you're not you. It's because I can't do that. Right. Right. They're the same with jobs. If you have three candidates who are ideal qualifications for that job, but one doesn't fit in with the kind of mentality you've got at work or the personality that you're looking for. Maybe they don't value your, your business, right? It's there has to be a little bit more detail into that. And it's not gender specific. It's not, it's, you know, I, you have tattoos all over your face. Great. You've got piercings. Great. You don't wear a bra. Mm -hmm. Great. I don't care. I don't care what you look like. I don't care what your race is. I don't care what your gender is. You are allowed to be on the show, regardless of your vision. Mm-hmm. You have a disability, come on the show, right? Yeah. We did a show the other day of thriving with disabilities. And the lady who did it with me has a cochlear implant, right? Oh. I'm, I, I love highlighting people's uniqueness and their individuality because I'm all about one, authenticity, Two, inclusivity, yeah. and three, a lack of judgment. I don't yeah. think, I, I don't have anybody on my show in order to judge them or for other people to judge them. I want them to right. express their stories and say, I know this, and I love this, and I'm passionate about this. You and I being passionate about authenticity and creating our lives so that it suits us. Mm-hmm. You know, if something in my life doesn't suit me anymore because I've changed and in the last 13 years I absolutely have, I have to have that discussion with my husband and say, right. hey, you know, I've grown a little bit and I've noticed that this is kind of getting out of whack. So we need to just talk, right? And find out how to get this back into groove or, or how to change this a little bit so that we're both happy and we're both authentically living the way we want to live.
2: Right. Absolutely. I think that, that that's, I think it is really does come down to authenticity and, and I love that I need to go back and watch your one about um, living with a, thriving with a disability. That, That sounds really interesting, but look at, look at your guests there living an authentic life and sharing authentically who they are in something that maybe society would look down upon but shouldn't because that's technology's cool and cochlear implants and what they've been able to do. Although those are controversial too, but you know, like it's to each, you know, sh- this is a person who's living authentically their life and going yeah, exactly. to share it with other people to inspire other people and to challenge other people and encourage other people. And, and I think that that's awesome. And it's so great that you give this platform so that people can do that and express themselves authentically and caring. Um, and and getting to share their voice, because we need everyone's voice, you know, back to like, we've lost too many important people, like, we need everyone's voice, you know, if you're out there, and you're thinking, contemplating suicide, we need your voice, please don't do it, please stick around, share with us your life, share with us your challenges, share with us um, cause you'll overcome one day and one day I want to hear about those things, you know, in fact, I don't have any problem hearing about your obstacles now and how challenging they are and, uh, you know, find someone to go problem solve with you and, and to, to try, you know, different, different things like life's hard. I get it. I get it. But you are important to this society and to this earth and we need you here.
1: I I did a, a TikTok and I shared it everywhere because <laughs> why not? Again, shameless TikTok promotion because I want to grow with. I So I did a TikTok the other day about sharing your story. I want people to come on and share their stories. Mm-hmm. I want people to talk about how they struggled and how they overcame thriving with disabilities, having, you know, being judgmental and changing that like the judgmental Judy episode Uh, the positivity Mm -hmm. movement episode, addiction. We've had so many episodes on the the whole show is premised on self-help, self-development, inclusivity, love, acceptance, um, a safe space where you're not being judged. It's building a community of people who want to help and who want to grow and who want to be able to have the conversations that aren't always easy. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's why I created giving you something to talk about. And I don't know about you, but I grew up watching the Oprah Winfrey Show. And this mm-hmm. is, for me, the next Oprah Winfrey show. And that's what I that's what I wanted. I wanted to create something where every episode was meant to give knowledge, build inclusivity, and help people, Give them a topic of oh, Bobby, give them a topic um, that they're gonna turn around and say, Hey, I've been through that, or I didn't think of it that way and start having conversations with people like this topic where, Oh, Hey, I don't have to wear makeup today. I can be authentic and make people feel a little bit more empowered every yeah. day. Yeah. And that's, that's what I'm trying to bring with this show is, is building a community of my gist a family, right? where it is it's giving you something to talk about and it's funny i'm getting merch made and one of it is going to say just a family because i i that's what i'm creating i'm creating a giving you something to talk about family and when you when facebook starts the video because as you can see it gives credits or uh, captions right it captions yeah. the video while we're on there and I'm gonna show you one of the videos cause I took a picture of it a few weeks ago. And I noticed that when I was doing the closed captioning, it actually comes up when I say, welcome, just a family. It comes uh, up as just welcome, a just a family, right? Mm-hmm. And that's it, it's just a family. Mm-hmm. This show is creating a family, a community. Yeah a safe space to share your story to be encouraged I have one lady who laughs every time I go live because she's like I don't know how you do it (laughs) she knows before I started the show I would go and go to record a video and it 30 minutes it would take me at least 30 minutes if I even recorded it it would take me 30 minutes because I would screw up. And I'd be like, no, I'd screw up. And then I'd be like, no, and I would have to redo it. And I'd have to redo it. And I would have to redo it. If I take a selfie, it's 50 selfies. I don't like photos and videos, but I started a talk show and it was because I wanted, I have a vision for something more and I'm authentically doing this show and I am authentically bringing amazing people onto the show to be authentic And if I felt that that authenticity wasn't there, they're not on the show. Yeah. Right.
2: So, yeah, yeah. that's good. That's good. There's so many, there's too much fake out there. There's too much trying to be someone else, you know? So I, and I'm excited. I hope when this takes off that I get to go back and tell people I knew her when I knew her when I was on her show. You will. There's a guarantee.
1: I guarantee for me is uh, this show is my future. It's, it's my dream come true. And eventually we will get there. It's just sharing and caring and (laughs) making sure that everybody likes our TikTok and joins, (laughs) joins everything. Shameless promoting of the show. But is there anything you'd like to add before we end this episode?
2: No, I mean, really, I said it earlier, like we need your voice, we need your authentic self. We're just a family here. Like, I love that here on earth and we need each other. And so please, 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 you know, reach out if you need help my challenge back to you, take a risk today, go compliment someone in the coffee shop, take a yoga class, do something that scares you so you can continue to discover who your authentic self is. And just thank you, Melissa. This is such a cool thing. And I can't wait to like go catch up on past episodes that I've missed, um, and uh, watch future ones.
1: Maybe while you're snuggling and relaxing with baby because <laughs> Right. right. I, I've, I've he, I, I know that I know what it's like having a new mom again. It's always different. So congratulations on that. Congratulations to your husband for almost being done his schooling. That's amazing. And thank he should you. definitely be proud of himself. Thank and yeah, thank you for joining me today. I, I love these episodes. I, again, you. I, I can't wait to just continue doing this and bring people these topics because they're so needed.
2: Yes. I always yes. Say I want really talk about it.
1: Angry topics. I want passion topics. When I say passionate, I want topics that are going to make you angry, going to make you cry, get it, all of this. Right. And I get that for these. So yeah, living authentically makes me angry because there's so many people who don't and mm. it ruins their lives
2: yeah yeah so thank you
1: you're very welcome all right just a family (laughs) that is the end of today's episode today's episode is sponsored by a phoenix identity please go check them out and look out for their balancing act course that is coming out shortly I am your host, Melissa Kretschler. I'm also an identity coach and a spiritual teacher. Our guest host today is, of course, Ariana Palumbo. And she is, I can't for the life of me remember what your title is right now, and I totally apologize. So I'd like you to share.
2: Coach, executive coach.
1: Perfect. Founder CEO. If you would like to reach out to either myself or Ariana, please do so. Our links are in the description of this video podcast episode, whatever you want to call it um please go like follow and share just a, just a live tv giving me something to talk about live tv on whatever social media platform that you are engaged in also you can watch the show straight from our website now at justafamily or justalivetv.com and sign up for the newsletter we have blogs coming out shortly we have the podcast we have the episodes this is episode 37, so absolutely, please go. Or oh, is it 38? Ooh. Ooh. Now I'm questioning. I'm going to have to look. <laughs> um, Go and check that out. You can find all the episodes on the website. Everything is there. If you would like to be a guest co-host, if you would like to have a featured topic, or if you would like to sponsor the show, please absolutely reach out Reach out to us at connect at justalivetv.com. Can't even talk today now. And I wish you all an amazing day, afternoon, evening, whatever time it is for you when you're watching this. Thank you so much, Ariana. I really appreciate it. And I will see all of you on the next episode.
0: Bye. Everything is good and everything is great. No, you don't mean that. You're hoping for that. No, you become it. When you mm-hmm. do shadow work, you become. There isn't, you don't got to talk about it. You just are. You change. Your, your energy changes. Your experience changes. Everything happens. Things, everything's are just different. People that don't fit no more just fall away. You don't, even, you don't think about them. They don't think about you. And you just have new people coming in and just new experiences. You get a new job. You get a promotion. You know, life, that, that's what happens. Because as your energy changes, your vibration goes up. And as that goes up, what was before goes away. And you got new stuff coming in and it's a higher vibration. It's better. It's good. It's fun. It's, it's exciting guys. Like, I hope you will join us in this work because it is amazing. And yeah, Yeah. I love that.
1: The opportunities change too. Those doors that you thought were closed to you, those open up. It's so, there's a lot of situations in life. And I'm going to add to that. There's a lot of situations in life that you think That door is closed, but that door is only closed because you're not ready for it
0: yet. Exactly.
1: Certain situations will come when you're ready, when your mentality, your energy, your thought processes, when you're ready to take on that next level, that's when that door opens because you're ready. Yes. And there's a lot of situations, right, that, that show you that, um, all right. Well, that was amazing. I have had a lot of fun with this episode. I do have a how-to guide on how to choose a coach, mentor, teacher, psychic, intuitive medium, all of that. Um, I do have that. And I will link that because I like that. Um, I was very happy yeah. you said that. I was like, woohoo! Because <laughs> I, yeah. I have that.
0: I think years everybody. ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I do. I do. Uh, I have a clubhouse room that I have to get to because I'm the the host over there. So I am gonna have to go, but I really enjoyed doing this. Let's do it again sometime. We can pick another topic or we talk about shadow work again because you can never talk about it enough, right? I know, so, yeah. But, anyways, thank you for having me on your show. Thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to talk to you and speak to you about this amazing, wonderful topic. And I look forward to talking to you again. And yeah, thank you. Absolutely.
1: You're very welcome. Thank you for joining us.
0: All right, Disney family, this
1: is giving you something to talk about or just a live TV. I am your host, Melissa Kretschler. I'm an identity coach and a spiritual teacher. Please like, follow, and share the episode. Say goodbye to Amy Sue. She is off and running today. Um, So if you would like to be a co-host, if you would like to be a guest blogger, or if you would like to have a topic that you want to see featured or again, you want to be a sponsor, take a look. We are across all of social media and we have accounts on just about every social media platform. So if you'd like to sponsor a platform, that is an opportunity to get your brand seen in front of platforms that you're not even on. So take a look at that. Um, yeah, reach out to us at justlive.tv.com. I am Melissa Kretschler, I'm your host. I hope you have. Enjoyed this episode, and you have a wonderful day, night, evening, morning, whatever time, or whatever time of day you're
2: watching. And I will see you on the next episode. Bye.